Episode of Three Man Pod, where us grown ass men talk about wrestling and other things that cross our minds. I'm Ted. And I'm Renee. I'm Neil. And we're here today to talk about finishing. Universe. Oh, okay, that's what we're talking about. Re- res- wrestling finishing. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what Mortal Kombat Fatality. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, did you see the movie? Yes. I have not seen it. I, I have seen it. It was very good, though. You had you had your time. Now spoilers are going to fly like fatalities. Um, uh, See you later. So yeah, no. (laughs) Let me guess. Hold on. Let me guess. They all fight in a tournament. Nope. No. There's no tournament. (laughs) Wait, what? Exactly. Um, My my biggest issue with Mortal Kombat games, not the movie, is Raiden is a God yes. who mm-hmm. prevents things from happening and is not supposed to interfere, but he fights in every mortal combat and loses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. There you go. Maybe I should watch it because you just gave it away. Well, no, that had nothing to do with the movie. That was about the games, but you know, um, yeah, no, I, uh, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I did not like that they just made up a new character when we have about a hundred characters they could have chosen from to follow as the POV character, but then they just made up this new guy and we're supposed to care about him. Like, yeah, he's a blank slate and he's, but they could have taken any single character and say, just slap a name on him of a character that we know. So that we have a little bit of background, but they just made a brand new character and that. And they're building something for that character through the whole movie and then just do something else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. So, but, but overall, it was really good, and I'm looking forward to the continuation of the series. Me too. Yeah. They decided they've already, I guess, signed for four more movies. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah. So, so getting the way there. The awesome. uh, cool. will will the Mortal Kombat extended universe encapsulate the DC universe, uh, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, uh, Punish or not Punisher. That's Marvel. Um, uh, uh, Terminator, Rambo, They're all uh, alien predator. Are they all going to merge into like, got a war? Like, will they all be in the flash movie? There you go. <laughs> Everybody's going back for the flash movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, they've all crossed each other in the game, so they could be in the movies. Yeah. yeah. I'll watch. There you go. Intrigued. Oh, yeah, we're doing a show. What, what the? Oh, yeah, so today we're talking about our, our, our top wrestling finishing moves. These are the moves that end the match sometimes. <laughs> Unless you're in a pay-per-view, then you have to give it three times. And then... <laughs> Yeah, every every once in a while a match will end without a finishing move. It's very rare and usually dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So poignant. Okay, so let's start with some dishonorable mentions, like the worst finishers, like the ones that it's like as if that guy is doing that as his finisher. Okay, so here's uh, Anil, I know you have one that is both a favorite and a horrible finisher 
It's on this list. We'll let you start with it. You can't do that. I can't do that. I can't. You you want to save that for your favorite list? You're not putting it into the honorable mentions? I can't put... No. So I know what you're talking about, but the the whole thing was... Favorite no. finishers. It doesn't have to be yeah, effective. So they get you, you know, it's coming yeah. and you, you jump off your seat and you get into it. Right. Yeah. So that's so where I was going. Cool. With. I'm not going to give it away, but this movie sure. is pretty. So the one I'm going to go with, cause it is an honorable mention, 100%, like it does not make a favorite finisher list, but it is one of those finishers that it's like, I really like it. It's really fun, but okay. it's completely idiotic. And that is Santino Morello's uh, Cobra. Cobra. (laughs) It it is both the best and the worst finisher of all time. (laughs) That's just, that's also a great mix of character and move, like just coming together. And it's like, no one else could pull that off. Yeah, Yeah, no. Get into it because it's complete ridiculousness because, but because like you said, his character is the way it is. It really gives it kind of that. You know, my my favorite was um, that Cobra. Where there's two of them. There's the one where he thought he won the Rumble, and like he did like the miracle of Milan, like running around. Oh my God, he won that! And then Alberto Del Rio chucked him out. And two, uh-huh. when your boy Jinder used a snake charming flute and charmed the Cobra. <laughs> yeah. It's awful. It's awful. Uh, it's so bad. That's great. Like. This is a former WWE champion you're talking about, okay? He's your Hall of Famer, probably. Probably. Okay. Another, another horrible move, and this isn't one that I that I enjoy. Like that, it's like a good and bad. This is just straight bad, and it is the Samoan Spike and um, the, the Nigerian Nigerian fighter. Death Finger Nail, nail Biter Nigerian yeah. Nail Finger The <laughs> <laughs> the finger bomb let's just <laughs> it's just it's just dumb yes and it's it's dumb yeah um it's also because you, you you have moves like when john cena had his what, like what was it like the elbow the of power yeah it was like he had this new finishing move that he was coming back with and it was going to be the most devastating move ever and then jericho like to mock it did one uh, in AEW, but he actually made it like a good like something that looked good yeah where john cena like didn't like his was entirely just a joke okay yeah i think it was just for okay i have one that is not a joke it was a super finisher, and I can't believe it won so many matches. Oh, I thought it, you were going to go with the finger poke of death. <laughs> no. That, that a is goddamn cool. leg drop. Yeah, yes. that's the worst. That's the yeah. most stupid. It, it's not... It, it's... The only, like, the only times it made sense was whenever, like, Viscera would do it. Like, oh, when yeah. you have, like, a 600-pound guy doing it, it's like, yeah, I could see that being effective. Yeah, because he was like, legit hurting guys. Yeah, because I mean, he's like he was crushing people. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, as like Hulk Hogan's move, can't because it, it it was from an era that uh, some moves were just like moves that are transitional moves nowadays were, were finishers then. Like it's, but yeah, it's just so dumb. 
Yeah. Like there, there's a, there's a future, like there's transition moves that are on my list of top moves. Yeah. So we'll get to them later, but okay. another, another, uh, another hey, Brad, fun to Anil, watch, but you, awful. Anil, do you have an honorable mention? A dishonorable advantage? Dishonorable, or whichever one. Just throw something, like any finisher that you don't like. You can't believe someone's using it. And I don't like? Yeah. Oh, well. Just like a really bad finisher. Just a really bad finisher. Yeah. Um, I, I can't think of a really bad finisher. Well, I can Sc- think of... Scotty Too Hotty. What was his? Uh, the Worm? The Worm. Yeah, or Jinder's... Um, uh, not Jinder. Uh, Kali's uh, Karate Chop. Oh yeah, that was dumb. But that was just, just like, oh, he's so strong that he'll beat you with a cry. Yeah, that's dumb. That's stupid. Yeah, that's a. It was only because they couldn't come up with anything original for him. They're like, if you do a karate chop, people will believe that you're killing somebody. Oh, and, and another one that's like was one of my favorite wrestlers, Mick Foley's. The mandible claw is such stupid shit. What about the clothesline from hell? Clothesline from Hell oh, was that's great. One of my favorites. It's Isn't on my it? list. <laughs> you don't get excited when you get it, though. You don't yeah, like, the clothesline from Hell was great. Yeah, like the one, one, it's just because I don't like JBL. Maybe that's why I'm. That's, no, yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll go with that. But no, yeah. that that was the best part of JBL. The only good part. Well, no, was, no. His friendship with Bradshaw was good. Yeah, he is Bradshaw. He is Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Come on, Ted. Uh, Ted, wake up. Seven thirty. Eleven thirty. Okay. Should we just start the list now? Go for it. Give me one. So I'm just gonna. I didn't have any order, but I'm gonna throw it out there and close uh, line from hell. Huh? No. <laughs> You've been taking too long. Arcano. Arc- what? That's like my number one. Is it? Well, you've ruined number ones for us before, so eat shit, Ted. I, but you, yeah, but you're the you're the one who likes to do things in order. How I could told that, you that I have could no order. Be? I literally came up with this list while I was watching the Canadians game, as I was doing other things. Okay, but like the, looking you up, have, like RKO's the first one you bring up. I'm sorry. Okay. How about we not do that? Okay, <laughs> no, we'll do the RKO. Let's start the RKO. Record? Okay. This reason, reason, why, why is the RKO on your list? Uh, because uh, of its And why impact. not the diamond cutter? <laughs> and uh, we've seen so many moments, like so many um, uh, RKOs that will go down in history as great moments. That, that one when he did it on Evan Bourne, when he caught him in the air. That one against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. The stomp turned into a the RKO. Stomp turned into the RKO, and it's um, it, and it the, just and does it, it to anyone, anywhere, anytime. Uh, it's great. And 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 depending on who it is, the way that they take it too adds a little bit more power and a little bit more impact to the overall move itself. I, I like it when the cameraman is into it because they just frame him out, and all yeah. of a sudden he just runs out from the side. And it, the fact that it started, there are so many memes and so many like YouTube videos out there of people taking RKO's into the pool. Like it's 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 kind of fun. The the only thing uh, that does get annoying is whenever Michael Michael Cole would be like, that was RKO from out of nowhere. It's like, no, literally he stood there for like 30 <laughs> seconds lining it up and then he hit it. Like he was on the ground bashing his fists, doing his whole like snake thing. It's like, no, that wasn't from out of nowhere. Not everything is out of nowhere. But uh, yeah, no, but like other people who've done the RKO, like you, you had the diamond cutter. Yeah, or even yeah. just regular uh, cutters. Uh, yeah, uh, you also have the tag team version of it, which is the 3D. 3D, yeah. 
the elevated cutter, if yeah. you will. That is actually um, my second favorite. I was going to ask some about your favorite tag team finishers. Yeah, I'd put, I'd put that pretty close to the top. Number two. I My number one we'll get, we'll get in a second. Um, but so yeah, that, the Randy Orton, I find he has the ability to elevate moves to make them just that much like his, his snap suplex, um, like the RKO, like he, he, he does things so sharp that it just makes them look that much better. And so, yeah, I, I put the RKO at the best of the cutters, yeah. but yeah, the, the move in general is like a, a great finisher. Yeah, no, I, I really like it too. Um, let's see. I am going to go with, now this is a throwback. But just because, and I doubt it's either on your list because it's just out of nowhere, but the Frankensteiner. Not the Herkarana, not the head scissors takedown, but 300-pound pre-steroids juiced up Scott Steiner jumping into the air and flipping guys backwards and spiking them on their head, the Frankensteiner. Okay. Amazing move. Can't believe that the guy that big was able to do it. And because he mostly did them to drop guys. Yeah, they sold it so well, and like they pretty much flipped over and spiked themselves on their head to them, and it looked amazing. And again, it's when the heyday when I was like, "Oh my god, it's so awesome!" I'm like, it was, it was one of my favorites. Okay. I'm gonna throw one out that's both uh, good and bad, uh, and it's the attitude adjustment. And. Most, of the, most yeah. of the time, I'd say it's not on the list, but whenever you see, like, there's the times that it makes the list. It's like whenever uh, John Cena had Big Show on his shoulders and then Edge on top of him and attitude adjustment to both of them. Like, and, and I guess it's less the move and more the spot, but like yeah. I could, that, that move frequently has a spot that just works that so well. Goes it goes along with both him and, and also Randy Orton as well, the way that they build a match and it's just at the right, at the crescendo of the, of the flow of the match. And it's just like a good, like you be built, they build up to it. Yeah. It, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and that's why it's like, I, like the move itself isn't anything special, but it's the way it gets used really well to like set, to make big moments. And it happens frequently with the attitude adjustment that like, I feel it it's, it would be like a number 10 maybe on the list. Like it's not like, a, obviously it's, it's no RKO, but. Mm-hmm. Renato. I, I did my Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. yeah, so, so it's back, back to you, you know. Uh, I'm going to say pedigree. So the, the pedigree, that's an interesting one. I was, I was thinking about the pedigree and how I feel about it. Did he invent it's it cool. or did he adopt it from someone? I think he invented it. Uh, that's a good question. And the original pedigree that was spiking people into the ground or the safe one that that's been done. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, the one that we're accustomed to, that one was just going to kill somebody. <laughs> or if you're ultimate warrior, just no so. <laughs> so the pedigree is just a kneeling face buster. Yes. So it, it's a move that's been around and he just like. When you know it's modified coming, it. though, you're like pedigree and you do the, uh, right? Like you get into it is yeah. what I'm saying. And it's yeah. a cool looking move. 
<laughs> Frank the winning Crashman Will Ferrell. I like the pedigree. I just, I don't know if it makes it on my Is list. He, I I, it was it's some moves so synonymous with him that even when like Seth Rollins is doing it, it just seems so off. That's what I'm saying. Like you know the pedigree, you know its history. It's associated with Triple H, yeah. and because of his status in the uh, company, and he's a legend and all that. And when he when he wrestles now, I mean, if he puts a pedigree on somebody, everybody goes home happy. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I realize I only have nine, so I'm trying to find <laughs> another one. <laughs> so, go ahead, Renee. There you go. All right. So I, I'm going to throw out a, uh, a, um, what's it called? Submission finisher with Ooh. the lion tamer, not the walls of Jericho, the, the lion tamer, the snap your neck, like breaking into yeah. your, yeah. Like the, I'm going to put my knee in the back of your neck and then bend you. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree. Um, it sucked that he could only do it on small, flexible guys. Yeah, well, and that's the problem with it is there's just so many people who can't do it, and that's why he made the walls of Jericho like yeah, the, bottom. So, the Boston Crab. Yeah, is that your favorite submission move finisher? <sighs> is it my favorite submission finisher? No. Why do I not do this? But it's up there. Anil, do you have a favorite submission? Submission? Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm going to either go with, oh, well, we can't really say his name, but the Crippler Crossface. crossface. Yeah, that's, that's my crossface. No, no, not just not just a crossface. The Crippler Crossface. The way he did it. Because there's also the Yes Lock and the Gargano Escape. Like, they're all versions of the the Crossface. Or even Sasha Banks' bank statement. Like, they're all. They're all all Crossfaces, but the Crippler Crossface, the way he did it, is my favorite. Yeah. Oh, it's just because he, it was his, the way he did it, his friggin' aggressive and aggressive. Yeah. You can see that he's, and, you know, and it's a real, putting it in right into it. It's right? a hard move to put somebody in in reality, but yeah. it is effective yeah. and it's not an easy thing to escape from. Okay. Yeah. So, so I actually wanted to put that one in my, so that was the one I was missing. Oh, yeah. You have to help. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, because we're filming oh, from we Canada, can. we also have to say that the sharpshooter is an amazing move. <laughs> yes, oh, the, yeah. sharp, so the I, sharpshooter I, I, can yeah. be on the list too. <laughs> we should we should have done like seven. Like, some, could you think of ten submission finishing moves? Okay, can, can, can we do can we do a ten Canadian finishing moves versus <laughs> <laughs> armbar, <laughs> lion tamer? Oh, so um. Like the sharpshooter, way better than the scorpion deathlock and whatever abomination that the rock decides to do every once in a while. Hey, <laughs> it's the people's sharpshooter. Oh, it doesn't it's... have to be the sharpshooter. It's the people's sharpshooter. <laughs> okay, it's, it's the it's the de- people's leg bend. <laughs> it's such a devastating move that the Earl Hebner decided to call the match when Shawn Michaels applied it to Bret Hart and he just took pity on Shawn, on Bret Hart early so he wouldn't have to suffer it. No, it's just Shawn Michaels' sharpshooter was so good that it didn't even require somebody to tap out to finish a match. And that's why it was only done once. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
It's, a, it's the oh, variant. We are getting off to Who else? No, we're not sleep deprived and tired. Um, uh, who's going with it now? Yeah. Who, uh, whose turn is it? Yeah, Renee, did you say one? I merged all those submissions. Um, but um, let's see. Let's go with a very clean uh, frog splash. Yeah. Frog splash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, five star five star I kind of like um, Eddie's frog splash because it's just so smooth yeah yeah the five uh, RVDs was just like they everybody had their own variant yeah. that they took on it Eddie's was the, was just like smooth and clean and crisp yeah uh, RVDs was long like yeah and it just didn't matter how far they were and uh, what's his Ford name is, Montez Ford just gets yeah, so he just height. goes like 30 feet up yeah uh, who else does one yeah, but everyone else kind of like because um, Kevin Owens is just cool. It's a big guy, so it's like a yeah. Um, well, Hornswoggle does a tadpole splash. Yeah, I mean the one I when I when I when I was in the ring, I did a pretty good <laughs> splash. <laughs> <laughs> when you scraped it up to the road faster than Tamina. I mean, I, I, my grandmother, who's ninety-seven, could climb the ropes faster than Tamina. <laughs> Like that was literally like 30 seconds to climb the ropes and like nothing was happening to slow her down. And then she got to the top rope and it took her like a good 10 seconds to, to get like her feet in the right position. And it was just like, it it made me a little sad. (laughs) 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 Uh, Uh, (laughs) Is it me? Yeah, go for it. All of Jericho's finishers, I don't care. Lion, Lionheart, Codebreaker, Walls of Jericho, they're all amazing. Judas Effect? Yes, even the Judas Effect. Especially the Judas Effect. Come on, man. Only Y2J can pull off any of that. Yeah. And the Codebreaker was the best because it was so, it, like, you needed to have, you needed to be A, it, uh, athletic to do it. And there was so much finesse in it. And the key part was to have a partner who was able to take it. Right? So made it work, I, all of them. And the Walls of Jericho is, the best, is see, I, amazing. I liked that he did got the code breaker because it helped him. Well, it's all, you could do it to everybody. As if you could take a front bump or be coordinated enough to fall with him and sell it properly. Because not everybody could take the walls. And no. then so the code break was a great move because you can do it to everybody because that's one of the bad things about any move that where you lift someone or uh, flip with someone or whatever, all those complicated moves that you can't do them to everybody. Yeah. Cause during like the late nineties, early two thousand, the undertaker was having feuds with big guys when like they just gave him giants. He couldn't land any finishers because he couldn't lift them up for the tombstone or the, or anything. Yeah. So it was just awkward, but yeah. Oh yeah. Anything Y2J? Anything Y2J. Ted? <sighs> Let me think. I, I I like a good spear. Okay. Yeah. So who, gives like, a, who, so who in your Goldberg. opinion, now we have a lot of guys. Best who, spear? Who, yeah. Uh, late 90s I, Goldberg. Early 2000 uh, Goldberg. Yeah. Rhino. He wasn't broken. Oh, the gore. Yeah, Rhino. Oh, the gore was great. Gore was I, Roman Reigns does a good spear. He does. Um, it, yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. I love Edge, but he just gives you a hug and falls down. 
I'm trying to I'm think of who it is. Um, was uh, it Bobby Lashley does like a little role when he does his? Yeah, I don't love Bobby Lashley's. I just find it's too like I'm going to do a little flip and use you as a shoulder pivot. Yeah. Um, it was it was it Big E that did like no. He does a scary spear through the ropes when the guy's up, like standing yeah. on the apron. That thing's scary. The, I, I remember, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember who there was. Somebody did a spear not long ago, and it was just like devastating looking. And it wasn't somebody who normally does a spear. I don't, I don't know. No. But yeah, I'd say like Rhino. Uh, yeah, 90s Goldberg, but 90s Goldberg, again, that wasn't a spear as much as a tackle. Like, I'm going to hurt you with a tackle. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm going to revert back to my linebacker days. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to hit you as though you're wearing pads. Like, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, a good spear, one. though. Like, like, but whenever you're like watching and like you see Edge, he's in the corner, he's like playing with his hair and he's like, uh, and then, and then and you just know it's coming. <laughs> uh, oh, it's a shame they can't see us because Ted is put on the show right now with his hair flicks. So I got one. The most devastating finisher of all time that finishes almost 90% of matches these days. Oh, the small package? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It is the most <laughs> devastating move in wrestling. Ever. Uh, no. It's um, the most protected finisher. <laughs> I, actually, you know what, though? Um, my most uh, most protected finisher was uh, Scott Hall's uh, Razor's Edge. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. Because he refused to do it if he was booked to lose. He didn't mind losing. He just wouldn't do it if he was booked to lose. Yeah. So he just, no one has kicked out of that move. And it's honestly, it was, and I would prefer the razor's edge over, um, what's his name? Seamus's crucifix. uh, Yeah. I just, it was just there standing out there doing the cross and like just his, he had such charisma and like, yeah, it was just, it was a great move. Like it was one of my favorites. But, and a great, um, like for, for good moves that are protected, like the RKO is a, like a fairly protected move. Very rarely has anybody ever kicked out of it. There's been times where he doesn't win with it, but usually there's something else that causes it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, and that a good protect, like moves should be protected and they should, uh, if they're going to have somebody kick out of it, it should be on a big stage and it should be a big buildup. Like, Rock and, when, when Rock and Austin were fighting at WrestleMania and they were kicking out of each other's finishers, it was huge. Yeah. Like it was crazy to watch where now if somebody hits one finisher, it's like, oh yeah, no, this is, that's, it's not over. It's like, not it could over. just There's be a Monday night raw yeah. and you could have like John Cena versus Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns will hit three Superman punches and two spears and a jackknife because for some reason he's doing a jackknife now. Uh, <laughs> And John Cena is going to kick out and then John Cena will hit two AAs and Roman Reigns will kick out. And then yeah. there'll be one more like Superman punch and John Cena will just lay down for it or whatever. Like it's you, if, yeah, if one finisher finish. finishes a match, it's, it's not weird. Finish. Yeah. 
So they're not finishers. They're just signature moves now. Yeah. Signature. All right. Like who has a finisher these days? Like Randy Orton, uh, um, Seth Rollins, the curb stomp is pretty, uh, protected, protected. Uh, but like the spear that Roman Reigns does, people kick out of it. As long as he's not fighting Roman Reigns, the F5. Wow. Or Drew McIntyre. Drew oh, took yeah. like four, four or five of them. Oh, yeah. John Cena kicked out of a couple of them. Like there's been quite a few people who've kicked out of them. Hmm. It's more, <laughs> nobody kicks out of 16 suplexes. <laughs> that's my finisher. 17 suplexes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, no. a, that, I'd be okay with that. If that, if they just wanted to make that as finisher, it's like you have like a whole like 10 minutes match. Uh, and then it's just like five minutes of suplexes. <laughs> Like just that's how that's how every match finishes. It's like, oh no, he's doing his finisher for the next five minutes. <laughs> you got another one? Yes, I do. Uh, Somebody takes good. six suplexes and then they reverse one. And they're like, oh, he reversed the finisher. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was gonna say the F five, but I'm sorry. Did I? <laughs> um, uh, because. It kind of suits the character because yeah. Blockbuster is all about power, aggression, dominance. And up until, I guess, his second run where, like you guys said, everybody kicks out of everything. When they first brought him in, like nobody would kick out of the F5. The fact it's did, not even that. Like for me, the biggest problem with the F5 now is it's one of the two moves that he does. Like he'll go in and he's going to You don't give suplex. Brock Lesnar enough credit. I think Brock Lesnar. No, when no he I give like Brock Lesnar enough credit. Very I don't good in the ring when he wants to be. No, the problem isn't Brock Lesnar. The problem is the way he is written. He the problem with Brock Lesnar is all you see him do is that. And it's because whenever they book him, they're like, okay, you're going to go in, you're going to hit it. Like you're going up against somebody like Goldberg who can't have a wrestling match. You're going up against people who aren't going to give you a good fight or you're going up against Drew McIntyre, but we're going to have it be a quick match. Um, so you're just going to do a lot of power stuff. Everybody, both of you are just going to do power stuff and kick out, show you're powerful. And then so, you're going to, so early two thousands, um, F5, like Brock, when he was to put him on his shoulders and then from the fireman's carry takeover position, pretty much chuck him and have him go up vertical <laughs> and then they come down. Those are amazing. I, I'd even say like like what you were saying, I know, like when he first came back, uh, like whenever he was going up against John Cena and like before the current run, uh, like the most recent run, when he was actually having matches, he went up against like Seth Rollins. He went up, he actually was having matches. Yeah. The F five was still a good move to watch. Yeah. But it's like his last few years, it's just become, it's like if you go into a match and you're a minute into a Brock Lesnar match and there hasn't been an F five, yeah. the only reason that has that that would be is if he's just been doing suplex, 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 and there'll be an F five within the next 20 seconds. Yeah. Like, it's just like, and again, like you, I, you misunderstand me. Like, I don't think that Brock Lesnar is the problem with that. I think the problem is how he is booked. It's very much his booking because Brock Lesnar, 100%. I don't dislike Brock Lesnar as a wrestler, as a person. I dislike his booking. Mm -hmm. I think that they book him to make the company look bad, to make Brock Lesnar look boring and to make everything just, and like they're they're trying to sell something that doesn't need to in be sold. the wrong yeah they're trying to sell how powerful he is whenever it's like 
duh. Uh, look at him. You don't have to. Sh- <laughs> it's, it, like, I don't look at the big show and say, oh, he probably can't pick up a bag of oranges. He looks weak. Like, no, he, he looks like a giant. He's he's going to pick up the person carrying the bag of oranges. Like yeah. there's certain things you don't have He'll to sell. The orange tree. <laughs> yeah. Like like with, with Brock Lesnar, don't sell that he's powerful and that he can do these things. Sell that he's a great wrestler as well. Like it's obvious that he's powerful and he can do these things, but it's less obvious to somebody who doesn't know what he can do, what he can do. So let him show what he can do. And it creates a better story in the ring and a better, like, and that doesn't mean there's no room for the squash match, but every, if every match is a squash match, you have Goldberg in the nineties. It gets boring. Okay. And whenever, and again, with Goldberg in the nineties, they were putting him against nobodies. Whenever you're doing that to your stars, it, it just makes the company look bad. It's like, it was the whole thing. Whenever he came back and he squashed everybody, it's like, well, it's cause he's a real fighter. It's like, Oh, so you're just saying you guys suck. And anybody <laughs> from the UFC because Brock lost in the UFC. So anybody in the UFC could come and just kind of like take over the WWE, which remember yeah. he, when he came back, he lost his first run against Cena. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but did he like, he, he took like one move onto steps, like yeah, one a yeah. onto the steel steps where John Cena took 400 suplexes and a couple F fives and barely. And only reason he lost is because Brock didn't pin him. He just wanted to keep beating him. It's like the rabbit in the hair. Like that was, that's the only reason he lost his hubris. You know what though? Um, they make good matches. Like if they could just say that his move was hard to get on, get and he just couldn't manage it. If he got it, the match is over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that, that. that's the thing is like, it, yeah, it's just his booking. Yeah. So, um, my turn. Um, my favorite tag team maneuver of all time is the doomsday device. I, uh, I that's what I figured it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, um, I could not, I feel, I felt sorry for any guy who I saw get on animal shoulders and watch Hawk climb the steps. Cause he probably did it faster than Tamina. <laughs> <laughs> He was probably on the ro- top ropes before <laughs> whoever it was, was ended drunk. up on the shoulders. He was drunk. He could still get up. To the- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, like those guys, they were up there in the ultimate warrior level of ability in the ring, but they were, they were a look Yeah, and they had an amazing finish. And I mean, yeah, that's a lot of power coming at you. It's basically an elevated clothesline from hell. <laughs> The fact that uh, did did he watch Dark Side of the Ring when they did uh, they talked about it how Vince took the Doomsday device in a strip club? Oh, I remember. I, I think I saw that, but I don't remember. I think it was one that I was watching. Like you, you like you know you put it on when you're falling asleep. Yeah, I think that's where I. So it's like I was in and out. Yeah, it was amazing the stories. I just I don't know who was telling, but yeah, it's like Vince just yeah I'll take the move here and in the middle of a strip club he just took it. Vince is like I'm from the strippers. <laughs> He is the genetic jackhammer. Uh, any good tag team moves besides 3D and the Doomsday device? Uh, twin magic? Come on. Yeah, Who was it? Somebody had one recently that I thought was pretty good. But I don't remember what it is, so it obviously twin can't magic. be that great. Um, the Shatter Machine? Uh... 
know. Oh, I no. mean, there was the 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 power bomb that the uh, shield shield would do. It's a power bomb with theatrics, really, because there's really not yeah, much. But else. I mean, I mean, you had a power bomb with two guys pulling the person down at the same time. It would, it would hurt a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is it me now? Yeah, go for it. Sweet chin music, baby. Sweet chin music. Yeah, you that's knew it was uh, coming when those yeah. that foot started stomping and the band started playing. That was the oh. one I was referencing earlier. That it's become a transition move. The super kick. Everybody yeah. does it. Like if you watch a match with the Usos, there's going to be thirty-seven super kicks. Understandable. But but sweet chin music was. It, yes. it was just. It was a finisher. Yeah. It was it was Johnny Johnny Cage's kick. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. So like the impact from Shawn Michaels' finishing moves have obviously transcended into different generations. So that too kind of solidifies that move as you know, just the other wrestlers wanting to emulate what Shawn Michaels and did and his move. And it's one of the things that I like because it's a move that you can hit to anybody. So you can have your finisher with anyone. You yeah. don't have to try to lift them. You don't have to try to like hold them or whatever. Yeah. It's just, you're going to kick you in the face. Yeah. And he slapped the hell out of his thigh. So it made a shotgun sound. Yeah. But yeah, no, I liked it. One of my favorite finishers. Now we have three. I have three left. Ted? Um, yeah, let me, where were we? Um, I mean, uh, tombstone pile driver. Yeah. Okay. That's on my list. Perfect. Keep going. It's almost midnight. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on. Let's move on. Nice. The undertaker's tombstone pile driver or just the generic tombstone. Cause, uh, no, like, Undertaker and Kane. I'll give it to both of them. Yeah, yeah. Kane did a really, he did a good one too. Yeah, but you know, it's, I, I see it, and like it was one of those moves that it's also super safe if you do it properly. On like, if you, if you have the right person it, doing sure. it, yeah. Uh, yeah I was gonna say unless you Owen it, <laughs> Owen it, or well, rest in peace, or Goldberg it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> So, um, but but again, the, the, that that was a pile driver, not a tombstone. Owen, it was yeah. just a regular pile driver. The so tombstone was a little bit safer. Pile driver. Yeah, but like the the tombstone pile driver was safer your, because of the way it was done. Like you're landing on your you knees, landed. not on your like you have more support for the shoulders. They're facing you, so they can hold on. They're yeah. not just like facing out. It's yeah. a it's a lot safer. Plus, you have a, a like a, a giant holding you. <laughs> yeah no not true undertaker amazing move now i always enjoyed a good power bomb yeah yes i the last ride like the first time i saw the last ride i thought it was amazing i, I couldn't believe nobody was doing that before oh man like a, a raised been... power bomb like an elevated power yeah. bomb but even um, but any power bomb i i did not like uh Kevin Nash's jackknife because he was just he would get them up and just drop them. Lazy, yeah, yeah it was lazy. Like Sid, Sid vicious. He would freaking slam him down. Batista would freaking. Batista was raw power, man. Yeah, Batista. Ah. Yeah, no, Kevin Nash's the jackknife. That was literally 
Lazy. a botch that happened and they're like, oh, that looked kind of cool. It's like, yeah, but you almost killed somebody. I feel like Kevin it's Nash like, yeah, but like if we if we plan it that way, maybe they won't <laughs> die. Kevin Nash's entire career is a botch, but it's like, you know, failing upwards. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He like, kept falling up the stairs. He's <laughs> like, you know what? Botch. Oh no, you're gonna be WWE champion tomorrow. <laughs> like, that botch looked good. It's like, yeah, yeah, you, you killed somebody, but who cares? It looked good. No, I, um, yeah, the power bomb. Uh, one, it was one of my favorite things. Like playing old wrestling video games, is you get into a Royal Rumble and you just make sure you had a power bomb, and you would just power bomb people over the top rope constantly. It was <laughs> what game was yeah. this? Uh, in the old like SmackDown versus Raws or the oh, okay. uh, Raws Wars, like the old PlayStation Two, when yeah, when wrestling games were good, WWF yeah. Attitude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I miss those games, man. The very first, what was it? Uh, know your role or shut your whatever it was. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, I mean that entire generation of wrestling games was great. Yeah. yeah. Because now they're all pre-rendered and pre-filmed and yeah, yeah. it's just it's story modes yeah. like they're still fun, but they're not. The, it's not the same. Uh, let's see. What do we got? What do we got? I have. I mean, we've got we've got the one the 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 big kahuna, right? Yeah, the, well, the stone, the stone oh, cutter. Come on, man. I still have. Well, I mean. Have the rock bottom. Come on, you're not gonna go with the rock bottom, are you? <laughs> We're talking about it's a Russian leg sweep. Going no, the, no the, the, the rock bottom is the It's it's not though. It might be based off of it's a leg sweep. Like if you're sticking your leg behind it's somebody and you're pushing sweep. them over with flair. It's not a leg sweep. <laughs> Okay, it's not. It's an impactful move followed by the most electrifying move in all of entertainment. It's a shit move. It's it's a shitty move done by somebody who can sell it amazingly. That's the whole point, though. Yeah, it's the same reason why the people's elbow like was a move. Like not the worst move ever. Yeah, and it wasn't sold either. Are they selling it? Not really. The thing was, you know, so it was the buildup for the the leg drop. It was the buildup for the leg drop that people got into. It was the getting pumped up and the. That's what I'm saying. The people's elbow. You're getting pumped up. Yeah, I I agree. But that's that's the wrestler, not the move. So I pop more for the people's elbow than I would for the rock bottom because it was just too funny and it was getting into. And you know, at that point, the I don't know. It's just. I like I enjoyed both moves, but it's just I don't know. It felt like sometimes it felt like the rock bottom was an afterthought because like I already laughed my ass off and popped at the at the elbow. And like that being said, our our list isn't about effective moves; it's about favorite moves. So the rock bottom does belong on the list for sure. Yeah, but, you, but it's not the move itself; it's the the person doing it that's selling the move. So not the so bookend. People's elbow. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> but it's what's like the, what are you doing? Is Why is your face so close to the screen? Yeah, I know, huh? it's, just, <laughs> it's just like your eyes. Ted, you will agree with me. <laughs> I'm not moving. I guess I could do this. Uh, it's not. No, we all we all can agree that the people's elbow is a, a ludicrous move, and the yes. story behind it is. Okay, he just back. tried to get the Undertaker <laughs> to break character at some 
like some off-air TV moment or house show or something. That's how it was. Yeah, no. And, and again, like those, like what you said with Jericho, what you said about Jericho with all of his moves, it's like that Jericho makes it work. Like it's the rock is the same way. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that spine buster that led to the elbow, that yeah. lazy sharpshooter, like they were all over moves. Like, and I mean, and, and it's the same thing that you the see with everybody else. Lazy sharpshooter. You I see mean, so many people complain. They're, they're always complaining about like John Cena has got like three moves, but he like everybody has three. He moves. doesn't. Everybody does that. Every single wrestler has their and move set that they how do. You just said that because I was listening to uh, Grilling Jr. an episode of Grilling Jr. the podcast, and he was saying he said something about you know we'll see if people were getting tired of John Cena because he had five moves. He's like fucking Hulk Hogan had five moves. Hulk Stone Hogan Cold didn't had, have five moves. Stone Cold had more than five moves, but he's like all these big guys because yeah. they were such big stars. We didn't want to risk a lot of stuff had a specific move set that they did every time. Well, it's not just that it's if you were going to go watch a wrestling show and your favorite person was there, you want to see them do those moves. Yeah. That's what, that's what pops the crowd. The that's what did sells. He did the thing. He did the thing. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> could, could you imagine if you were to go to uh, like SmackDown and the rock is there and he gets in the ring and he has his whole match and he doesn't do a spine buster. He doesn't do a people's elbow. He doesn't do a rock he bottom. Just comes up, shows he up just and does like a small package or something. Small package. <laughs> <laughs> he just shows up and lights his name on fire. Yeah. Lights his name on fire, does a quick roll up on Elias and then leaves. <laughs> or, or breaks his collarbone giving uh, Eric Rowan to rock bottom or something like that. Did he break his collarbone giving he didn't break his collarbone? He just he can't injured. wrestle for more than six seconds because he can't risk another injury. He tore his uh against Cena, he tore his pelvic or his abductor or whatever it was. Right. Uh, <laughs> speaking speaking of Cena, did you guys see uh the, the story about uh uh Vin Diesel saying that he thinks that John Cena was sent to him by Paul Walker? Oh God, fast no. nine like because like he he was he went into his little uh dom uh he's got like a, no he's got a what, what do you call it a like a, an altar a dom altar that he goes into to prepare for scenes and to like get into character and practice and john cena came in and he just like he, he could feel pablo paul walker like had sent him there to uh, like, and so they're saying that it's going to be the greatest movie of all time. Okay. He felt (laughs) something because he couldn't see Cena. He said he felt something. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that was. It's like, (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can pull up this quote real quick. Vin Diesel. Um, Okay. While you go, uh, we did. So, not my top number one because we're we are about to discuss that one, but just a move that makes me pop at first, and then it's like it's once you analyze, it, you realize it's just ludicrous. But the destroyer, <laughs> it's like the first time I saw it when I didn't understand what the hell it actually was, and it's just like, oh my god, he killed him! But then it's like, well, now the guy's doing a backflip into a power driver, which seems more dangerous than a regular power driver, but they'll allow that as opposed to. A regular powder. I don't know, but okay, okay. I found I found the quote. Go for it. Uh, Vin Diesel said, and I remember John Cena coming in. 
coming into this Dom shrine that I had where I would kind of go to meditate and train and start getting into that Dom state of mind. And I remember John coming in and call this crazy, but I remember feeling as though Pablo, Paul Walker had sent him in. Interesting. It's just, is, is Vin Diesel even Hispanic? Uh, let's find out. He's Vincent. He, his real name is, is like Vincent something or else or whatever. Is not. Whatever. Uh, he was born Mark Sinclair. Okay. So I'm no. sorry, what? <laughs> his <laughs> name is Mark Sinclair. Okay. Uh, yeah, and so he's. Uh, mm. That sounds pretty Hispanic to me. Yeah, that's my people right there. Okay, so um, um, uh, where else were we saying? So we're all agreeing that the best finisher of all time would be the stunner? Absolutely. Right. The goat is the goat move, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say so. It's just... Come it, on. It's perfectly yeah, delivered. And, yeah. Whenever you see that the kick even coming, even though it's not as fast as it used to do it because he's older um, now. But It's not just the kick. It's the flip off. Then the kick, kick and a stunner. You know it's coming, yeah. and it's still fun, yeah. and we're still even chanting what, and we're still getting Burning. goosebumps when that glass shatters. Yeah, and it do, it doesn't help that he had some great chemistry and great partners that took the stunner and did a stupid like back. Shane O'Mac, Shane O'Mac, like Shane O'Mac. Oh. We can I, give Shane O'Mac as much shit as we want, but Shane O'Mac would I could, put I his could, body on the line. I can picture he, those guys joking around that you can take the stunner the best. Yeah. And Vince always lost because he sold it awfully, but it's like Shane, how many Vince people would sold it perfectly. He would just <laughs> die. Yeah. He would just the take it one, and, yeah, and, like, and he would go into like convulsions, convulsions. and <laughs> like it was, it's, that's the way like, you, whenever that? the rock took it and he would do like 16 flips to try and make Austin laugh. Yeah. That, that was always fun to watch. But when Vince took it and he would just drop to the ground dead, yeah. you're like that that's or, impact. Uh, Scott Hall, when he took it and he would just like, just launch himself. Just, into just air launch and take himself. Back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you seen that presidential picture with Trump and the, and the McMahon's and like Austin's going, I've stunned everyone except Melania or like something like that. Because he Stone Cold has stunned every person in this picture. Yeah. Yeah. It was like all the McMahons, Triple H was there and Melania. Donald the signature. And Donald Trump was there. And Stone (laughs) in this picture, Stone Cold has stunned everybody in this picture. Uh, To this date, I believe the only president to have ever taken a Stone Cold Stunner until 2032 when The Rock runs and becomes president. Yeah. He'll probably win, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. Well, the, the thing about The Rock is like he, whenever they were talking about him running in 2020 or whatever, whenever it was, he's like, oh, I can't run in 2020. I have no political experience. And if I was going to run, I would have to get some experience first. Yeah. So, I mean, so obviously that means he's going to be in some sort of political th- uh, drama. Or, or you mean play uh, somebody running for yeah, president? He's, like he's going to play a president. Young, like, yeah, young he's Rock getting right his, now? he's getting experience on the job of the job. 
you and let's be honest we know that sometime in the next five years the rock is going to play in an action movie the president of the united states (laughs) who has to stop terrorists who have taken over the white house and his family is trapped in the white house meanwhile he was off-site at like somewhere (laughs) (laughs) and he's he has to get into the white house using the passages that only the president knows and his secret service agents, but they all die. All the secret service dies. Only the president will be alive. Ted, why don't you keep your movie ideas with us? So then you can write it and then pitch it. Okay. Now you're just telling the world about your brilliant ideas. I'll I'll edit it out. So I I hate to like supplant the, the center because it's my favorite move, move as well. But I know a move that, you cannot kick out of no matter what the bonsai drop. Oh, if God, he doesn't yeah. want to let you up, he's, you're not getting out. You're not getting out. You're not breathing out. That's that different one. though. Like that is like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. Like I'm not getting up from this. But when Hulk Hogan does it, it's like, oh, all right. He sat on your chest. And then when he really felt like he was joking around, he would kick his legs out and fully put his 600 pounds on your chest. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he didn't like you. <laughs> but on that note, we um, got through the list. Oh, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Is there no, can, nothing else? No, no more honorable mentions? No. Uh, oh, yeah, no. No, there's like, yeah, the ankle lock. Um, no. A couple of flashy moves that are out there. I really don't like the Styles Clash. I don't yeah. like the Styles Clash, eh? I'm not a huge fan either. It's a stomach, a stomach bump. Like there's no, yeah. Oh, what about uh, Tori Wilson's uh, finisher that she had? Oh, not finisher. It was more of a signature move. I believe she stole it from Rik- from Rikishi. Oh, the stink face. <laughs> did, was that, I, that wasn't a finishing move, was it? No, it, it was more of a, a signature move. It would finish me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> Rikishi's stink face. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I did this for the wrong. So how much do, uh, like, uh, how many of um, Xbox fin- um, moves have been diluted into the women's division? Because oh, the, X- the face buster, the bronco buster, um, all his moves it? are. What was it called? The X Factor. Didn't, didn't he the do X the factor. rear view? <laughs> didn't he start that one too? Wouldn't put it past him. Um, he didn't really have many moves. No, that I can think of. Oh. Yeah, but he's. Hey, listen, okay, he's a two-time WWE Hall of Famer. Oh, okay. bite me with that. Three. He's going to be a three-time. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so do we have anything else? No. I don't think so. Not, not to my knowledge. Uh, so we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, so when is WrestleMania backlash now? Uh, yeah. Sometime. Two weeks, I think. So Not this Sunday, but next Sunday, I think. Working. Let me see. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, WrestleMania backlash, May 16th. So, so two weeks. Yeah, so yeah. Like right before our next recording. Right. Yeah, right before, yeah. So our next episode, we will be discussing the buildup and fallout of WrestleMania Backlash. Or we can just do. AKA Backlash. 
WrestleMania backlash. Perfect. Any ideas for lists? Um, for lists, let's let's do a non wrestling list. Let's do top ten Mortal Kombat. <laughs> You're gonna make me watch it then? Okay, no. Yeah, yeah, watch the movie. Why don't we do top ten suit designers for ten? <laughs> All right, I got that one. Well, we <laughs> <laughs> so we can uh, discuss it off, uh, figure it out. And by that, he means we'll forget about it. And then two days before recording, we'll have to yeah, scramble with the list. Much. And I was like, what was <laughs> well, the list again? <laughs> while we're watching WrestleMania Backlash, we'll be discussing, what's our list going to be? <laughs> Worst pay-per-view names. WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, there's some bad WCW ones. Oh, yeah, there was some bad ones. Great Balls of Fire. Oh. That's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, boys. Well, have yourselves a great night. Um, we will see you. Uh, we will be uh, half vaccinated by the time we uh, reconvene in two weeks. Yes, I'm going on Thursday. I'm going a week from Thursday. Thursday. I'm going so to next Tuesday. Yeah. Yes. See you next Tuesday. So, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harsh. I say prior to next week, we should all watch Baywatch Bash at the Beach and review that episode. Baywatch Bash at the Beach. Retro reviews. Are are we getting to that now? Yeah, I, I kind of want to. I kind of want to watch uh, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man uh, on an episode of Baywatch having a wrestling oh, match. Oh, we're watching the episode. Okay, uh, okay, that's more tolerable. So, a forty-minute uh, episode of Baywatch. I thought you were wanting to watch some old WCW pay-per-view. No, no, Baywatch Bash at the Beach. The episode Hulk of Baywatch Hogan enlists the help of the Baywatch lifeguards to save a youth recreation center from being closed. You don't remember this? Hulk Hogan is putting other people over. You don't remember this? No, I don't. I vaguely oh remember that. In a charity happened. match, Hulk calls out former wrestler Ric Flair to raise money. What is this? I'm going yeah, and I, but the thing is. This is an actual episode? It, it is. Yes. And it was it so, just a storyline that spill over on TV. It was recorded so far ahead of time. By the time it aired, Ric Flair was uh, in WWE. <laughs> I, I remember watching this whenever it was whenever it was on originally, which I would have been 13 years old. So you're watching for Pamela Anderson? Um, Who had bigger probably, moves, Pamela Anderson or Hulk Hogan? Oh, uh, I mean, one one was natural. Well, one was natural, and the <laughs> other one was uh, artificial. Uh, Size wise, uh, comparable. On that note, I don't know. Was that was that might have been? I don't know if that was the Pamela Anderson days or the Yasmin Bleef days. They were both at the same time. I, I can't remember. It's been so long. I, I honestly don't remember. I have no memory. I just remember there was an episode that wrestling happened on, and I remember it was like Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. And that's yeah. about as much as I remember. Somehow Ric Flair was going to buy the the orphanage or something stupid like that, and they thought it was. Why don't they do great storylines like that and have Adnan Vert tell us about the great storylines that they're running? <laughs> Drew McIntyre is fighting for this orphanage. <laughs> oh, God. All right. oh, man. <laughs>
Yeah, no, yeah. So we'll, for for next uh, next time, we'll we'll uh, in our second episode review Baywatch: Bash at the Beach. Oh God, I'm not, I'm not watching. Yeah, you are. That is, we, we've already committed to do this. Our loyal listeners are expecting it and wanting it. Tell your sister she can wait. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, this is happening next next episode. If okay, how about this, Anil? If you don't have a better idea by the end of uh, seven days from today, yeah, we're, we're going to have to do this the following week. So, so and we, and we so all have to agree that, that it, we all have to agree that it's a better idea. Better yeah. idea than talking about a Baywatch episode with Hulk Hogan? Yes. I will watch Mortal Kombat and we can talk about that. How does that sound? No. Anything but that nonsense, okay? No. You, no. you are the wordsmith and the writer. Come up with a, with a good idea. How, how about this? I just Me? did. It's a lot better than your idea. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Renee will watch it and then we'll explain it to you. There you go. <laughs> I'm capable of watching it. I just don't want to. Yeah, you might also not be capable. Yeah, you know, realistically, Ted's not going to have enough time to watch. He's going to forget it. Yeah, life's going to catch I'll up. I'll be his, watching it as we're recording. His, the first his kids part. are going to be running around the house, and he's going to be too tired, and he's going to start watching it. Pass out. We're going to be oh. rec- we'll be recording the first half, and I'm going to be very quiet throughout it because I'm going to be watching the episode while we're talking about WrestleMania Backlash, which I won't have watched yet. <laughs> Yeah, because you only have the day of or the day after. <laughs> Ooh. I will watch it while we're recording. Exactly. So. That's what I just said. All right. So we'll see everybody or we won't see anybody. We'll 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 be back we'll in two weeks. weeks. We'll talk. Yes. Stay <laughs> groovy. <laughs> My whole out. <laughs> oh god. Yeah.